All right, well, here we are with a, uh, what we're calling a mini-sode here. We asked, um, well, we, we actually started getting requests from our listeners uh, as to reviewing movies that maybe aren't on the AFI list or that we aren't covering normally, uh, stuff that they're interested in our take on. And this was actually uh, the first request we got, so we're doing this one together. Indeed. Um, so as we go with these, some of them we may do together, some of them uh, you may just get one or the other of us, depending on... on and that kind of thing. Right. But today we are talking about the stuff. Um, Jared, <laughs> who we now hate, um, uh, asked us to review the stuff. Um, yes. Uh, if you want to go into a description real quick, Scott, I'm actually going to pull up his his email. A to description? Us. I, I don't. Okay. Um, the stuff. I believe it's a 1980s horror film. I'm going and to hor- say hor- horror is every any is, any genre you put it into it would be the loosest sense of the word. Yes, um, it's not a horror film. It's not a comedy. It's not an adventure movie. It's not a family film. But it's kind of all of those things. <laughs> yeah. Here is what Jared said in his email to us. Please, please, please watch the stuff on Netflix and review it. I've never been so amazed and happy and well, just downright confused in my life. That's as good as a review as any. <laughs> Because when you first sent the email, because we hadn't really ever discussed doing listener requests, when you were like, hey, someone wants us to watch this stuff, I was like, the right stuff? Sure, we can totally review that. I've never <laughs> somehow seen that movie. And I went, wait, that's not the right movie? Hold on. I looked it up and my heart just like sunk. <laughs> oh no, what have we gotten ourselves into? Yeah, because the cover of this movie is... Uh, at least on Netflix, it's is, awful. I mean, it's it's this guy with a melting face, basically. Yeah, and like this goop, this stuff coming out of his mouth, coming out of his eyes, and it's just it's. The, if I saw the movie in a movie rental place or at a store, I would just walk right past it. It is because it is the kind. Of it is the cheesiest worst. Anyway, yeah, it's the cheesiest worst cover. Yeah, I can imagine. That being said, like I also can't imagine a better cover for this. Yeah. Movie. So the movie. Um, begins in the snow. I can't say Alaska or Antarctica or a cave because I don't know if it was any of those three. Um, this old <laughs> man is walking through the snow and he, at, at like a at like a mine or maybe, a quarry or something somewhere. We definitely get that sense. Um, and he sees this white stuff goop. It's like this kind of bubbling out of the ground, bubbling out of the ground. And so obviously, the first thing he does is stick his fingers into it and taste it, which. Kidding you not, this is the first minute of the movie. Yeah, like you get the credits, and then this happens, and literally the guy is it's like walking. He's like, yeah, he's like, what is that? Mm. Oh, bends down, scoops him up. Oh, that tastes really good. Hey, Frank, come over here. Hey, you gotta taste this. You should taste this. And so they're like, and that's the beginning of the movie. And then we immediately transition into like. Time has passed since the discovery of this stuff, and the stuff is now being packaged in like these little Hagen Daz looking boxes, and they're being sold in grocery stores. We see a commercial being shot, and um, the stuff is taking over the world. Basically, everybody loves the stuff, and it's um, we find out it's basically replacing food. People aren't e- eating meals anymore; they're just eating big bowls of the stuff. <laughs> And so, as this is happening, of course, the next scene that we get to is on a boat, (laughs) on a yacht, and uh, the corporate leaders of Big Ice Cream (laughs) have all gathered together to investigate the stuff. Because somehow, 
big ice cream is the most threatened by this. Yes. And this, never mind and the mashed is, potato people or anybody else. No. Big ice cream is is very upset. And by this itself. scene has my favorite line in the whole film. We have to make the world safe for ice cream again. <laughs> um, which again, I think that line kind of summarizes this entire movie. Yeah. So they hired this private investigator to find out what the stuff is who has the worst fake southern accent in the yeah, entire world almost offensively so <laughs> you yes know, you're like really okay i guess that's how we sound to people <laughs> who who goes through and investigates and uh runs into stereotypical black man chocolate chip charlie chocolate chip charlie who wasn't and- involved in the ice cream but is an ice cream magnate in his own right. He invented the chocolate chip cookie or something. Yeah. You know. (laughs) And (laughs) he... Yeah, everybody seems to know him. They're like, you're chocolate chip Charlie? And they're like, everybody loves this guy, even though I guess Big Ice Cream is kind of racist and didn't invite him to the party. I don't know. He also runs into, like, the marketing guru for the stuff, who's this Mm -hmm. woman who ends up, like, a couple minutes later on the run with him, and we're still never quite sure why she's with him. And falls in love with him very quickly as well. Yes, despite his horrible accent. (laughs) And then also it's the story of a little boy who refuses to eat the stuff, and his family turns on him. The whole movie is, like, this bizarre combination of characters Mm -hmm. and situations and ideas. And the way it's structured, I mean, it's structured like a 1980s family adventure film. It, it, it could be E.T. Yes. Or something like that. It's a lot like E.T. I mean, as far as the little boy really kind of takes over the story for a big portion of the film and is, you know, throughout the film, really. Um, and then Paul Servino shows up as a military guy who's spouting, you know, gotta stop those commies and you better vote Republican and, you know, all this and bizarre stuff. And you're- Danny Aiello shows up mm-hmm. for a while and he's got a really bizarre short part in it. Um, it's it's very weird. It's it is not a scary movie. No. Um, in any there, I don't think I was frightened. No, once, never. Other than by how bad it was. There's a the the closest you get to being a horror film is that there are a couple scenes that are quote unquote horrific. You know, because right, there's there's like um, at times the stuff transforms people and yeah. it actually kind of tears them apart and mutates yeah. them and it's all really so bad 1980s puppetry work. Yeah, so it's it's disturbing visuals right. a little bit, right. but they're not scary or Never scary. horrific. Um, there is a point where the stuff uh, is in a mattress and a pillow, and then it comes out and attacks the people sleeping on it. Yeah, yeah pins a guy against the wall. Pins a guy against the wall and kills him that way. Yeah. And, st- and um, which I think is you know kind of supposed to be scary. Um, it basically, it just made me wonder why big. Pillow and mattress were not upset about the stuff because uh, apparently, because apparently it's very comfortable to sleep on as well as to eat. Yeah, um, who knew? It's just it's just a really really confusing movie. Yes, um, it never finds its footing. No, it never um, it never makes any sense. It, it never, never knows yeah, what it's it trying to say. Out its own genre. Mm-hmm. I honestly, and I know we talked about this beforehand. I can honestly see this being a movie that was the brainchild of somebody who wanted to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Because by the end of it, the stuff... Um, can, it is stood in for everything yes. that is bad. Anything that's bad, especially anything that could be viewed as addictive. Mm-hmm. Whether that's food, you know, like fast food or, or junk food. Mm-hmm. It could be foreign oil. Mm-hmm. Commercialism. End, commercialism. By the end of it, it literally has... It is being sold on the black market like drugs. Because it is that addictive. Like, you have these 
these men who know how bad it is and will not eat it, but they take one little spoonful and they instantly are hooked and are like, no, no, you should eat more of this. Everybody should be. I mean, they are just changed immediately. Yeah. And so like, it seems like it came from a good place, but yet like huge weird things are not in it. Like what the stuff is. Yeah. It's never really explained if it's an alien life creature thing or, or some kind of parasite parasite. Or- and it's like, why does it need people to sell it? Why does it need to be boxed up? And then it seems to be manufactured at some point, but it's still also drilled out of the earth. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And so here's, here's kind of what I'm going to say about it. Um, it is weirdly watchable. Like, like it is not badly shot overall. It's, no. it's, I know I, I, I tore into the dude's accent, but he, that was just because I'm a little maybe hypersensitive to that living in the South a little bit um, or something. But no, I don't think so. It really is a bad accent. <laughs> but the actors, the actors are all decent in it. I mean, there's no good acting in it, but there's no like like over the top bad acting. Really. No, I mean it's the kind of acting you would you expect to see in a 1980s TV movie. Like, yeah. Even just even a lot of the old bad, a lot of the old 1980s action movies. It's just it's that style. It's yeah. not really bad. It's just of the time. Yeah, it's so it's it's very watchable. Um, at least for the first half of it or so, until you just kind of get over it. I got over it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, especially said, I, I, especially once Paul Sorvino shows up, that part of the movie for me just kind of fell off, and I was just like, "Get on with it." Okay, you're in a yeah. radio station now. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. But uh, but that said, um, this would be the perfect movie for mystery science theater 3000 or rift tracks, um, as they're or now. Rift tracks yeah. now um and this would be like the best movie they ever did because it's almost a competent film um and it's very watchable and mm-hmm. so many of their movies that they did on the show and and on rift tracks are just bad movies to begin with yeah and there's even a podcast this, out right now called how did this get made or why yeah. did this get made this is the perfect movie for that podcast yeah. because they would just have a ball with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to recommend this movie. It, it is not a movie you should love. But, but at the end of the day, it might be a movie. And I've, I, Scott is now completely cracked up. At the end of the day, it is, you know, if it's Saturday night somewhere and it's two o'clock in the morning and you've got four or five buddies together and you want to watch a really, really bad movie and make fun of it, this is definitely the movie yes. for you um, this is this is yes right there this is like yeah you know this or or monster piranhas or something yeah. like that you know watch one of those kind of movies and this fits right in with all of that i want to second everything lauren just said and also say that i have nothing against you jared i don't know why you hate me um <laughs> but see i'm a kind of a person i don't believe in guilty pleasures i believe you should either like something or you don't like i don't understand people who like twilight ironically if you either like it or you don't and to me this is the kind of movie that i just cannot stand it's i have i don't really have a a love for bad movies i when i watch this movie what it hurts me to know that somebody greenlit this movie that thousands of dollars were, that went into this movie and not the movie I want to make or whatever, you know, so there's a, a part of me that just really kind of despises this kind of movie. That being said, I laughed out loud a lot. Yeah, you know, it is it, definitely, it's not, it's not an unenjoyable movie. It's just a terrible movie that should never have been made. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. 
So, um, so you know, thank you, Jared, and uh, feel free to stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or send us in more movies, and and we'll probably ignore them. Or no, if, if it's something we really want to see. Um, no, you, you know, we don't no, this, no, honestly, this is the perfect movie for a dorm room. This is the perfect movie for a bunch of guys to get together, or mixed company. It's not. It's not. It just if you if you like that kind of movie, this is the perfect movie for you. This is that kind of movie indeed so all right well there you go that's our quick little minisode for you about um the stuff stuff. so don't go out and rent it don't watch it on netflix streaming (laughs) we'll see you next time but it is on netflix streaming should you not heed our advice yeah exactly so we'll we'll talk to you next time You've been listening to the Movies You Should Love podcast. Join in the conversation at moviesyoushouldlove.com.